Hello everybody and welcome back to Goldbridge Saves Football. We're back with the Friday show and I tell you what, it's FA Cup weekend. So we're going to look at the FA Cup, reminisce about the FA Cup, like a beautiful girlfriend that you left behind. Um, but maybe they're coming back. Don't go back. Anyway, we started off on a tangent there. We're also going to be doing Premier League team of the season so far with a twist, Will. Yeah, I mean, you've got to look for twists and turns at the start of the year. So much to look back on, so much to look forward to. But we're going to reminisce about the season so far, look into it. And you've given me a real honour and a privilege today. You've, you've let me sail my own boat and I'm going to be looking at the team of the year so far with a, with a bit of help from you. For content purposes, everybody, the comment section on Spotify and iTunes is going to go massive today because basically Will is going to pick his Premier League team of the season. Then I have to not pick any of his players and pick an alternative Premier League team of the season. You can then put your Premier League team of the season in the comments, which we can look at. But also you can vote who's is better. Now, Will should win, but he's already said to me that he's going to actually do it with a little bit different. Because I know you want to mention Gary Neville's or Carragher's, which maybe we could bring in one of those now. But um, Will's thinking more of a, you know, he's a championship supporter, which means he's got levels got about as many levels as a basement but the reality is um he's thinking about Bournemouth players and stuff like that which I think is you know very charitable of him but um yeah he will pick the Premier League team this season I will pick an alternative without using any of his players you can get your comments in as well uh, we are going to preview the FA Cup and reminisce in a moment but um to kick it off give us Gary or Jamie's uh Premier League team this season because I haven't seen either of them and uh I will praise or belittle it Probably the latter. Yeah, well, let's start with Jamie Carragher's. He put his out on Twitter after doing Monday Night Football. So he's gone for a 4-3-3, which I think I'm going to go for and is sensible in the modern era. So he's gone for Vicario in goal, a back four of Trent, Saliba, Van Dijk and Doggy. And Doggy. Uh, midfield three of Palmer, Rice and Bernardo Silva. Mm. And then spearheading his attack is Jared Bowen. And then we've got Salah and Son in the right and left wing positions. What do you make of that? We've clearly got a case here, Will, of Brexit. I mean, I don't know what it is about the modern football fan pundit, but you will always find an overreactive bias for British players. Cole Palmer's had a good season. Declan Rice has had a good season. Jared Bowen's had a good season. But they, 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 they are taking the place of better players who don't have British passports, in my opinion there. And I don't want to give too many hints away because I know you're going to pick yours. But um, yeah, it, it's um, it's typical Carragher, really. There's some good stuff in there and then there's some absolute shit um, probably caused by his penchant for bias. I mean, this is a guy that backs Gerrard. So, you know, he'll look after his mates. If he's down the pub, he'll buy you a pint. But um, if you want deep of, uh, knowledge... I probably think he's got a good relationship with Rooney. He's a scouser, isn't he? Maybe, I don't know. What are your thoughts um, on? I'll go into Gary's then. Uh, right, I don't care. Um, Allison in goal. Trent, Saliba, Van Dyke and Doggy. Rice and Rodri holding. And then he's gone for a front four of <laughs> Salah, Bowen, Haaland and Son. No wonder he shipped goals at Valencia. You can't play a front four like that. This is like Ben... For what is it about... Ex I think we've just answered the question. I saw it on the radio this morning. Why is it the golden generation aren't very good managers? And there is exhibit A from Gary, ne Gary Neville. You cannot play a front four of Salah, Bowen, Haaland and Son. You are going to get battered in the modern game. I mean, it, it's exciting, 
it might work on Fantasy Premier League, but in the imagine what Pep would do to that team. Imagine what Brighton would do to that team once they pass the front four. Um, no, it's it's going to get hurt. It's going to get hurt like an antelope covered in tomato ketchup thrown into a lion's den. I actually, I'm actually Team Neville here in terms of not Neville over Carragher, but when you're doing these things and we've done them with Ben and everything before. Just have a bit of fun. You know, these teams aren't yeah. going out into the wild. Just, I've got, you know, put down your weapons and let's have a laugh. Yeah, I, I suppose there are two trains of thoughts here. There is their intellectual intellectual thought, which obviously I'm not because <laughs> I can't get that. the word can't out. Pronounce it. But, you know, I want this team to go and perform and win things. And then there is, I want to get as many of the good performers in of the season in and I'm not really going to play it out there. And I think that's what Gary and you have done there. So I respect that. He's basically wants to get as many players as in as he can and he's not thinking about shape or performance or result which is basically what he did at Valencia but uh, anyway let's move on um you've got your Premier League team of the season I, I tell you what I will rank yours against Gary and Phil and and, and as everyone else so get your pens and papers ready Gary and Jamie we haven't got Gary Phil's. and Jamie we haven't got Phil. God knows he's got he's got enough on his plate with uh he's no he's sacked by Inter Miami I think he's in Canada now isn't he no, he's at the Portland Timbers. All oh, right, okay. And even so, they wrote a letter from the fan association saying that they didn't want him. So that's how uh, his career is going in management. He's still working. You know, that's what's what's one thing I'd always say: if you're in a shit job and you're not appreciated, at least you're earning. Yeah, provided be working. Right, I am. Although I've just said everything, I'm going to counteract that with: I think it is good to do a four-three-three system because it sort of levels the playing field and that's you know how most teams work don't they so in goal for me on my short list is Vicario and Allison. I am going to go for Allison in this one because I don't need I hold on a minute the... I don't need your short list I just need your oh, picks right, okay. because I've got to all do right. an alternative and people will go oh he's just taking his short list so yeah, none of that just, just just tell us your pick right. and move on all right. You know, it's not right, Christmas okay. Sainsbury's now. Oh, am I having the chocolate orange or am I having the toffos? <laughs> oh, should we have red cabbage or should we have parsnips? Oh, yeah, should okay. I buy the KY jelly or the ribbed? You know, none of that. Not Christmas now. Right. Ah, Christmas round yours. This sounds very interesting. Um, I'm going to go for Alison in goal. Trent okay. right back. Saliba and Van Dyke at centre back. Uh, and Doggy at left back. I'm gonna go for And Doggy, is that who's that? Is that the Udogi? The Spurs one. Undogi. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um centre mid of I'm gonna go very defensive. I'm gonna go for No, I'm gonna go Rice, Douglas Louise, and I will go Bernardo Silva, but honourable mention James Ward Prowse. Uh mm. right wing Mo Salah. I don't want to put Bowen. I mean, you have dismissed Jared Bowen so. You I mean I think you put Jared Bowen in your worst eleven halfway through this season. Yeah, I've been proved wrong. Going through. Uh, I mean, Erling Harlan still Solanke. Harlan Harlan's had a I'll bad season. Go, don't put him in. I'll go for I'll go for Jared Bowen then through the middle. Even though he's you know his heat map says he's down the right. Yes, I have been on sofa score. And on the left, I'll go for some. So, Will's Premier League team of the season, uh, and let us know what your thoughts are on this because you'll be voting in a minute, is Alisson, Trent, Van Dyke, Saliba, Adogi, Rice, Louise, 
Silver, Salah, Bowen and Son. We'll get a graphic up of that on, yeah. on socials. Don't, don't worry feel... about that. No, actually, like... I'm going to change. I'm going to go for Watkins over Bowen. Ooh, he's gone Watkins and Bowen is out. Um, I've got to say, I think that I prefer yours to Neville and Carragher because it's more real. Uh, there's more levels to it. Actually, um, sorry, one last change. Sorry, one last change. Oh, now you see that. I prefer Gary's to yours now because at least he's got conviction. You, you're, 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 you're questioning yourself, and in management, you can't do that. So what are you changing now, Will? I'm going to get rid of Rodri because he has been phenomenal, but his red cards have been costly, and that's his fault and his fault alone. So I'm going to change that to Douglas Louise. You already have. You've already, you already got Rice, Luis, and Silva. You never had Rodri. Oh, right, sorry. There you go. You're I'm questioning yourself now, and we're fine. So I actually liked that. I was going to compliment you on the Douglas Louise one. I thought that was a very, very good choice that I hadn't even considered. So I will give credit for that. Um, I like Thank the fact you. you put Watkins in there. That's good. Son and Salah, obviously, I would have gone with them. Um, Van Dijk and Saliba picked themselves. You went for the Allison in goal, which I agree with. Uh, Trent's a good choice as well. So it's good. It's a good team. Now, probably Will will win this. He's not giving me a lot of wiggle room here. So I've got to do an alternative Premier League team of the season. Will's given the team, of the, the definitive Goldbridge Saves football team of the season. We've given him that freedom. And what's he done with that freedom? Well, you know, shoved it up our arse, basically. But uh, no, it's no, it's good. Um, we can, You can vote. We'll do a poll. He should be winning this, but I will attempt to give you an alternative that is votable. So I cannot repeat any of the players that he's picked. So in goal, I've gone with Vicario, which I think actually is a is a very good alternative to Allison. At right back, Will went with Trent. So I would actually go with um it's close between Walker and Trippier. Um and mm. I feel that really? Yeah, I think you've Trippier. Who are you missing out one? Who? Pedro Porro. No. I considered him and binned him off. He's had a good season, but he. I'm going to go with Kyle Walker. I prefer Walker to Trippier every day of the week, so I'm going to go Kyle Walker. Um, Centre-backs, you've not really given me a lot of wiggle room here. He's taken Saliba and Van Dijk. No. Although, although what I would say, Van Dijk's had a very good season. Saliba's had a very good season, but they are the elitist choices, and there are other choices to be found. I think, big shout out to Romero at Spurs and Torres at Villa. Um, but I would go with Van der Ven and uh, Crystal Palace's Gwehi. I think they've both had very good seasons mm, at their sure. levels. Um, Van der Ven has been brilliant and many people will not consider him because he got injured in November. Let me just remind you, what's before November in a footballing season? All of November, October, September and August. For a debut season, I think Van der Ven has been remarkable. Um, left back I'm struggling for me it was between Mikalenko be go on I think you could have I, I, again it's victim of his own success Andy Robinson's had a very good season for Liverpool he's just not been getting the goals and assists that he normally does but he's been very good left back uh, another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Can I finish? Well, who am I going to have it left back? <laughs> Bloody hell. He's like the guy who, when you're telling a joke, he jumps in with the punchline. So my choices at left back, who I think are better than a dogey, uh, Mikalenko at Everton's had a fantastic season when you look at the stats and he's got a couple of goals. In fact, I don't think anyone's made more tackles than Mikalenko at Everton. But I don't like stats, so I go Andy Robertson, who, again, just because of injury, you have, you know, he's still the best left back. Um, midfield, I would have to bring Rodri in because Will didn't use him. So I would go Rodri, um, McAllister and Madison. Mm. And I actually think yeah. in the midfield, you've got Rice, Louise and Silva, and I've got Rodri, McAllister and Madison. And again, with Madison... For a lot of the season, up until the injury, very, very good. McAllister's been massively important for Le- Liverpool. Um, notable shout-outs to Endo and uh, Basuma as well. And I'm glad that you put Louise in. And then up front, again, you've got Salah and Son, which makes it very difficult. But you didn't pick Haaland, so I'll take Haaland as the striker. And um, my wide players would be Saka and... Huang Hee Chan. Mm, I think that's poor from you. I think there's some good. Other well, it's an alternative. It's an alternative. Yeah, well, I've got plenty Go of alternatives you could have had up front. Well, I'm not. I'm not picking Jared Bowen. No, I'm saying on the right. I'm like Alan Partridge. Foden, I'm not Paul buying Palmer. a mini metro. I'm not buying a mini metro. I'm not buying a mini metro. <laughs> and I'm not picking Jared Bowen. I'm not picking Jared Bowen. Go on. Pedro Neto, um, Phil Foden, yep. Cole Palmer on the left. Anthony Gordon. Yep, had him on the list. Yeah. The okay. players that didn't make it, considered it, I had Gross, Ward-Prowse, Foden, Basuma, Palmer, Gordon. Um, so my team, alternative Premier League team of the season, is Vicario, Walker, Van der Ven, Gwehi, Robertson, Rodri, McAllister, Madison, Saka, Harland, Wang Hee-Chan. Get okay, your votes on, on either or there. Yeah. Remember, that's an alternative. I've not, that's not my Premier League team of the season. I've had to pick an alternative to Will where I can't pick any of his players. That's the genius of this. So get yours in. You might do. You might want to just do an alternative one and be hipster. Get in the comments, but also you can vote for which team you think would win between mine and Will's. Also, yeah, we've got to make that clear on Twitter because if your goes up without any context and you'll know about no context stuff, I mean, you are yeah. just going to get pelters for that. Yeah, I would hope that in 2024, when it says alternative Premier League team of the season, people understand what alternative is. Basically, alternative is mm. you're not having roast potatoes. Do you want boiled chips or mash? Or Dauphin was. Yeah. You're not having roast potatoes. We all know roast mash potatoes me, are the goat. You go mash. Oh, I think I... mash are better than roast potatoes in my opinion. Oh, get out. You know what? I had roast potatoes on my Christmas dinner. Uh, sorry, I had mashed potato on my Christmas dinner. Hid it under the Yorkshire pudding and then at the end said it was too full. Not, not I think, you, I think you, you've you ruined your p- taste palate by Christmas Day by the amount of Budweiser you were drinking and that was actually a parsnip puree. No, I didn't. I, didn't, I, I, re- I rejected parsnips. You know, when they were passing everything around and the pie was getting bigger yeah. and bigger, I was like, it's just wasted space in my stomach to eat a parsnip. And they were like, what do you mean? I said, well, I could have another pig in blanket. I could have another roast potato. I'm just, it's just wasted space. It's like, um, it's like, it's like having Scott McTominay in your squad. You know, 
I could, I, 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 just, just, you're just wasting space. Coming from the man that put a Yorkshire pudding on his Christmas dinner. Well, everyone in the chat loves me for that. Man of the people. Mm. If you have a Yorkshire pudding on your no. Christmas dinner, that's the sort of thing that if this was in an election race and it was neck and neck for Prime Minister between me and Will, if I said Yorkshire pudding on Christmas dinner, I've just won the people's vote. He's a man of the people, no, Goldbridge. Cause... Not only is he working class originally, which Will wasn't, he came, he went to posh school. Will Brazier. <laughs> Tell him your full name. Will Brazier Tompkin Smith. No, he's you got can't. a triple barrel. I'm, I'm work, working class. I, I just my election campaign would be where my perverts at, where are all the sprout lovers, because you're out there. We know you love it. Let's stand up and rejoice. Can't beat some good sprouts. I've really, they've really turned me around. They're like the Nemanja Matic of the vegetable world. I never really used to get it. And then towards the end, I was like, you know what? I get it. I get it. Yeah. Anyway, enough football analogies. Um, that's our Premier League team of the season with a twist. Don't forget to put yours in the comments and uh, give us a go on that. Um, we're going to talk about the FA Cup. Uh, we've got Goldbridge to discuss as well at the end. Um, was there any either ors, Will, that you wanted to throw in just before I start reminiscing about FA Cup past? Yeah, well, there are some big fixtures, but I, I do want to highlight some of the teams that maybe wouldn't make the either-ors normally. But I think the biggest game of the weekend, which I'm really looking forward to, Saturday lunchtime, up north, up north-north, Sunderland versus Newcastle. Huge derby. Could be a great game, just because of where Newcastle are at. Sunderland got a new manager. I think, for me, that is the, the toast of the round. Yep, um, 12.45 kickoff, so I'll miss it because I'm heading to Solihull Moors. Uh, if you want to come down, anybody uh, will be there on Saturday afternoon. They are playing not in the Cup, but uh, they're playing in the National League. It's a big game for them, so we said we'd go down. But uh, yeah, I mean, Sunderland are flying quite high at the moment in the Championship. They're in the playoff positions. Uh, Newcastle are obviously in trouble. I think the fact that it's at Sunderland, Will, just makes it all the more interesting. I'd expect Newcastle to win that. But if Sunderland could get a result and the atmosphere is going to be so interesting, that would be massive problems for Eddie Howe. I want this to be toxic. I want this to go off. You know, I don't want your sort of your nice rivalries, especially, you know, I've had it with Blues Villa where you've not met each other for a number of years. It just adds that extra layer of sort of we are going to go at each other. And I think, yeah, with Sunderland's new manager, they're in, they're, I mean, they've got some great like Jack Clark. Joe Bellingham's really sort of kicked on since he left Blues. They've got players that can un unlock Newcastle. And very, very cliche, but start well, get into them, and we could have a real tasty derby. Um, any other picks? I mean, I know we've got... Uh, I'm just looking through the rest of the Saturday. I mean, there's Friday night, Spurs, Burnley, Brentford, Wolves, Fulham, Rotherham. I mean, the trouble with the Premier League ties is Burnley ain't going to take that seriously. Um uh... Brentford Wolves might well, it's take shouting out. Yeah, well, it's like what you said, wasn't it, on the Tuesday episode of like, if you if you were a Premier League team that pretty much knows you just need to tick over and get a certain level of points to stay up, mm. please take this seriously because you could create some real memories. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to watch team it. I... Sorry. I'm no. not going to watch it, but Crystal Palace Everton is the first game because it's on and it's on a Thursday night. Um, and I think the teams that are selected from that will set the course of the weekend. If they go strong, both of those teams, considering they've got no Premier League game for another week and a bit, I think that sets the Premier League, uh, the FA Cup really well. If they go weak, you've got to say why you're going weak. And um, yeah, but uh, go on. Sorry, I, I rudely interrupted you there. No, you're fine. I just, what well, I think 
the way the TV schedule has been done as well, it's not been very accommodating because there are some uh, well lower league teams that have made it through to the third round, like Maidstone United are away at Stevenage, uh, a club I used to work for when one of my first jobs in media, Eastleigh are away at Newport County. They're having a great season in the in the National League, but they've got a real chance to get through and then get an absolute humdinger of a tie in the fourth round. And at that level, if you are just a fan of a top six, uh, if you can get a money-spinning tie, you, you can't underestimate just how much it does for the club because it can change, can change the trajectory of the whole, you know, I think Solly Moore's had a fairly r- decent run this season. It can change the whole trajectory of the club. So if you're, if you're a bit on the fence about the FA Cup, just pick a nice non-league team, get behind them, and, you know, it could really change the course of their history this weekend. Yeah, to put this into an, uh, sort of an analogy, if uh, if you can imagine like you're an artist and you're really crap and no one ever buys your work and then the week before Christmas, someone sort of goes, I'll buy that picture. It has a massive impact on the Christmas that you're going to have. And I think that's the same for the non-league clubs who maybe they get a scalp here and, and it's an unexpected um, and happy time. Um, and I, I agree, I think that they should be on the telly. They should pick a couple of those games because uh, I remember watching... They had Solihull Moors on a few years ago. I can't remember who they were playing. Um, I think they were actually three 0 up, and it ended up being three um, three. It was a league team, and it was a it was it was, but it was really. I was watching it on the telly. I didn't go to the game, and uh, yeah, it was really good viewing. But there is a massive game on Sunday, which is Arsenal Liverpool, which again is um, it's great, but it's not Arsenal Liverpool in the Premier League from two weeks ago, and and you you definitely feel that surely both of those teams will rotate um it's almost like an unwritten law isn't it i mean maybe they even do exchange a whatsapp let's not take it too seriously let's just put uh, a few players in because the temptation for me would be to put a strong team out and, and try and just blitz the other one but i i don't think either will will when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well. Will. No, yeah, I th- I think it'll be sort of that sort of mid tier, that one point five team, not a second team, just a sort of one point five. And on that day, I said it on the Tuesday episode. For me, biggest game of the day: Shrewsbury Town versus Wrexham. Get yourself down there; it's going to get tasty. And even like Aldershot Town in the third round of the FA Cup away at West Brom, mm-hmm. who they're up there for the playoff places again. That could be a, a scalp that is taken. So. Just hope it's a, a, a good weekend. It's just disappointing from the broadcast perspective, especially with like when you've got Tottenham Burnley on and, and the way some of the fixtures have been pit. I was really disappointed with that because you, yeah. you lock There's into no... the FA Cup for stories, don't you? Mm. And they've missed out there. And also Man United complete the weekend at Wigan on Monday, which I think I understand that being on the TV. That's and, a good one. Yeah, you never know. It's at Wigan. It's, it's something. Yeah, I quite like seeing Premier League clubs having to mix it up in League Two or League One. It's, it's you know, it, it, it's just, uh, 
it, it just gives a little bit of spice and a little bit of it, you know you want to flick your telly on and go oh i've not seen this ground before and although wigan do have yeah. a decent ground but um yeah um be very interesting but look be wrong of me not to reminisce about the fa cup because i i'm all for it um i, I get quite wrongly get accused of dismissing the fa cup and i'm i'm all for it i'm just a realist um it's lost its glamour when i was growing up i don't know what it was like for you will but the 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 FA Cup was the biggest game in the calendar, and you 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 know you listen to people like Solskjaer and foreign players, and it would be massive in Norway and everywhere else as well. And this would be the biggest game of the calendar year. I mean, I don't remember who won the league in '87, but I remember the FA Cup final between Coventry and, and Spurs. Um, it was a massive game, and it would start on you know morning TV, and you'd, you'd they'd follow the bus to Wembley and. They'd have interviews with players past and it would be massive build up to a game, like hours and hours of build up. It was just had this magic to it. And it was the pinnacle um, and uh, closing curtain of the of the domestic season as well. Um, and it lost its way. It lost its way. But there's been some cracking finals over the years and uh, Wimbledon beating Liverpool. I remember that one. Liverpool Everton the following year was good. Man United Palace went to a replay. That was good as well. But um yeah, I think I think the big problem has always been the as soon as teams stopped picking their strongest team. And I remember like third round match of the day and you'd get big, big. I remember Wrexham knocking Arsenal out and stuff like that. And and, and they'd have their best players playing because you didn't have massive squads then in those days either. And I think that's been the problem with the FA Cup is when you when you have a tournament where, you know, people don't respect the integrity of it, it becomes the Carabao Cup. Yeah, and also I think a big one as well, if we're trying to solve problems for the FA Cup, having the semi-finals at Wembley, just absolutely ridiculous decision yeah. because one, it sort of taints the final at Wembley a, a little bit as in, you know, that should be the grand stage for the final. And also just this London-centric approach of, was it last year or the year before when there was, was it the train strikes for the FA Cup and it was Manchester mm. City-Liverpool and they were like, we're just going to put coaches on for you. And there, there was no regard for fans, supporters. And, you know, there is more to football than just being London-based. And I think, you know, as much as I hate them, like Villa Park's a fantastic ground for a semi-final. Uh, up north, you've, they've got so many, you know, the way Anfield's been developed. There's so much more that can be done for the semi-final to sort of spread that about. Um, I, I just think they're missing a trick there. 100%. And it's archaic as well. You know, the 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 reason that they have those semifinals at Wembley is it's probably a contract with Wembley where they get two yeah. extra um, fixtures a season to generate money. And actually, you're better off having it at the Etihad in Manchester if it's two northern clubs where you can get close to 60,000 anyway and you'll pack it out. Um, it's just contractual and it, and, it, and, it, and it is very, very silly. But look, I, I really hope that as many teams as possible take it seriously. Um, where Goldbridge Saves Football podcast, and I think this is something that me and Will both agree on, is that you know we want to see the FA Cup, the oldest cup competition in football, respected. Um, and there's only so many clubs that can win the league. But winning a trophy, if you're a Fulham or a Crystal Palace or an Everton, that's what your fans want. Take it bloody seriously. Um, you're not getting relegated this year. Also Luton's my, in it. Yeah. And also from my perspective, like we've been in the championship that long. I mean, we've got an absolute duff tie away at Hull City. But if just to be in the hat for the fourth round, like if we could get Man United away mm. and just because of the allocations where you get to take like seven, 8,000, it just becomes a real big occasion. So 
uh, I'm hopeful we can beat Hull. Um, with who at the helm, I don't know. But I do like the FA Cup and let's 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 save it. Yeah, hopefully we'll see. Well, we'll see how it goes. We can review this on Tuesday. And obviously give us your comments on the FA Cup. Some people think just get rid of it. Um, you know, there's a lot of football being played. But I, I think that um, there's a format there. You get into the Europa League, which is just below the Champions League. You get a trophy. Yeah. Uh, it's way better than finishing fifth or sixth. Come on. And it's it's less games. And, you know, if you get a few yeah. good draws. Oh, look, if you pull out Man City away, play your reserves. Fine. But, you know, while there's a chance... <laughs> Be in it to win it. That's what I say. Um, let's do Goldbridge. There's no Premier League games this weekend, but we can review what was, I think, a decent week for me. But I can't. I, remember, I think you were winning by a few points going into Goldbridge. Of course, this is when we do the Premier League predictions and we predict five goal scorers from the weekend where we get a point for every goal they score. And then we get a clean sheet points for a goalkeeper. And if a defender scores, we get three points, which I haven't had this year. But um, what was the scores going into last week, Will? He's got the scores on the board. So there's a... Yes, let me do a bit of admin. So we recorded on the 28th of December and we were just finishing off the uh, game week 19. Uh, there were some games on that evening. Nobody scored from that. So finishing the last game week, it was still Goldbridge 15, Brazier 16. Ooh. Predicting game week 20, you picked Salah Foden, Bailey, Solanke, Nicholas Jackson, Akanji to score as your defender and Edison to get a clean sheet point. I'm happy to say, Mark, you got an Edison clean sheet. Mo Salah scored two goals and Leon Bailey scored. So you got yourself four points. Mm -hmm. um, moving on to me, I picked Saka Wood, Kudos, Palmer, Garnacho, Saliba and Emi Martinez. Um, I got Saka who scored that tapping, nearly missed it. And Cole Palmer scored two. So going into the next game week, game week 21 in the Premier League, it will be Mark Goldbridge 19, Will Brazier 19. That's lovely stuff. Well done on the Palmer. I thought I was very happy with my Leon Bailey one, but the Cole Palmer one, well done. Well done on that. So it's all square. Him, to be honest. You what? You forgot I did about forget it. about him, to be honest. Well, he didn't forget about you. He was probably listening to the podcast and went, you know what? I'm Team Will. I'm going to yeah. get a couple of goals against Luton. And uh, he certainly did. So it's 19-19. This is a great game. And uh, unlike win, lose or draw, where I'm battering Ben Foster, although we've got a big double game week coming up next week, um, this is very, very close and very exciting. We get a week off because it's the FA Cup. It would be ridiculous to do it in the FA Cup. Imagine trying to pick your five goal scorers. You don't even know who's going to bloody play. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, th this would really... And you like to say, I've got lower need knowledge, but this would really put a cat amongst the pigeons if you're picking from your Shrewsbury Wrexhams, your Aldershot Towns. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Duke Gray Scott, who plays for uh, uh, Wrexham. He doesn't really. He's, he's an actor. I think. Who's, who's that? What's he been? Duke Gray Scott. Um, Have you watched that um, Saltburn yet? I've not watched it, but I've seen things on Twitter where it's like, don't watch it with your family. Why? Sex. I think it's a bit sexy. Sex, yeah. Sexy. Dugray Scott's 58. He couldn't play up front for Wrexham. He's been in jobs like Mission Impossible 2, Taken 3, Hitman, Last Pass. He likes his action, Dugray. He, like, he likes oh, his I action. Know his face, yeah. yeah. I know him. Taken 3. A real sad day for the Taken franchise, that was. One Taken too far. They're taking the piss with Taken yeah, 3. Yeah, nice. 
Yeah. Anyway, thanks everyone for tuning in. It's nice to be back doing Tuesday Fridays. Don't forget to, uh, this week especially, get into the comments. Give us your Premier League team of the season. You might want to give us an alternative. Don't give us both. We'll never read it. Um, also, give us your comments on ours. Um, you've got the FA Cup reminiscing thoughts. Uh, what are your thoughts about the FA Cup? Do you think everyone should take it strong? Or do you actually think it's a good opportunity to rest players? Although they're getting a lot of rest in January anyway because they've got this uh, weird international break. That, not an international break. This weird but positive break, which means we don't lose any Premier League football, but everyone gets an extra week off, which we'll talk about on Tuesday, actually. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you give us a follow and a like on uh, Goldbridge Saves Football. Lots of exciting stuff to come up over the next few weeks. And thank you, as always, to Will. No, thank you, Mark. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Let's back the boys. Make some noise. It's FA Cup weekend. Let's make it special. Ta catch you all later.